and welcome back to another installment of Baltimore County Forever Podcast. What up, though? Day 157 of quarantine. <laughs> I got Stacy and Norm back in the motherfucking building. I don't care about your water, Corey. Go. Close the door. Dang, alright. Listen. <laughs> Listen to me when I tell y'all. Tripping off your tweet, bro. Yo, she got me tight, bro. I'm I'm going to work. I'm going to work. You know how kids first off <laughs> kids just don't think stuff out, bro. Like they don't, bro. Like I'm you know what I'm saying I gotta be work at five. I'm up at like three thirty four. So I'm going to the bathroom and I'm looking, I'm like, why is that TV still on? So I go, you know what I'm saying, get washed up or whatever. So I come back out, I peek in the room iPad is on. So I ain't say nothing. I just peeked in the room. So I left. I, what did I forget? I forgot something. I might have forgot like, I think I forgot my wallet or my charger. I forgot something that I needed. And I came back to the house. And I'm like, hey, yo, go to sleep. She's like, I, I, I was asleep. I was asleep. Lying, bro. The iPad is on, freshly on at that. Like the screen is on. Like, try to hide it underneath her covers. Like, fuck are you doing? Sick, bro. Sick, bro. I'm tired of threatening her. Shit is hard. <laughs> no, bro. I don't. I don't, bro. And it's just like, you know. Yo, y'all both know because, you know what I'm saying? Niggas, niggas was kids at one point. You know how your parents get so frustrated? You just, they just end up saying the dumbest shit ever. So, <laughs> I told, I told Corey, I said, listen, if you're not up by 9 o'clock tomorrow, I'm going to hurt you. And it's going to be really, really bad. <laughs> like, it's like, it's like, what the fuck am I saying? I'm stressed out, bro. Hey, yo. Oh, shit. I can't do this shit no more. <laughs> like, oh, my God. Yo, shout out to all the teachers, bro. Like, word, word. Because I, I can't do it. Fuck these kids, bro. I'm sorry. <laughs> I can't do this shit, yo. Like, oh shit. My fucking nerves are horrible, man. Anyway, what's going on with y'all, man? How how y'all week been? The uh, last couple weeks, I I think the last episode was with Lauren, right? So yeah. Yeah. So how how you guys been? Right. I mean, there's not much to do. Yeah. Yeah. Quarantining. Right, right. So, regular shit, work. That's a fact, right? Try to, try to get a little bit of fresh air here and there. Right, right, exactly. I mean, that's it. Regular shit. Stacy, during this quarantine time, I, I, I knew I should have been paying attention to what you've been doing when you watch your title, when you use your title through your TV. Mm-hmm. Bruh, I sat there for like an hour and a half watching the video mix that they give you. Fucking incredible. Yeah. Oh my god. I think I watched damn near every cash money video they ever had. That is the beauty of having title on your TV. Mm-hmm. 
Shout out to Tyler. Shout out to Hove and them. Because um, I, I'm really big on how they're doing like the, the cover art now. The animated co cover art. So I first started with uh, Little Uzi. I seen it with Little Uzi. Then they did it with J Electronica. And recently they did it with uh, West Side Gun. Pray for Paris. Um, which is very... Very incredible. How you feeling about that? Uh, I'm sorry, Norm. How, how you been? My bad. I'm chilling, man. No, you good, bro. I'm chilling. Uh, you know what I mean? Like Stacy said, bro. I mean, writing this shit, so. Mm -hmm. Have y'all got a chance to listen to uh, Pray for Paris? Yes, I'm going to listen to it all day. Mm. Favorite record on there, Norm? Um, um, um. Exactly what my shit is. Hold on, son. Let me, let me pronounce it right. Hold on, where is that? Bond, uh, George Bondo shit. You know I mean? Ooh, that's the one when Conway say, uh, getting better acquainted with R&B. Yeah, yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Shout Conway Conway. went off. Stacy, you'll love it. You, you will Conway. absolutely love it. Uh, I, Eurostep. Eurostep gives me, um, yeah. It's it's a good song, but it's short. So now I'm getting frustrated. Like when Beaches Better came out, and it was like a minute. Right, right. So like, um, I'm not familiar with the producer. Um, was uh the commissioner? No, 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 no. That's not that's not the name. What is his name? What is the producer name for that? Uh, let me go to Title because Title provides all credits. Goddamn, Apple Music. Um, conductor. Conductor Williams. Okay. He does the beat. Uh it's it's very dope. I think with this album, it 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 shows versatility from Westside. Yeah. Um, y'all know I'm not like the biggest Westside fan, but I enjoy his music and I, I, I kinda appreciate him more for being like a wrestling fan and what he does involving his actual brand of like merch and stuff like that. He's got a song on there with uh, Wale too. It's like a, a lady song. Start off a little rough. Um, <laughs> he's say bitch a couple times. <laughs> like, I was like, well, that's that's one way to get him going. <laughs> but uh, yeah, man. Um, let's start with some world shit. Um, the coronavirus, bro. Oh my god. During this time, we've peaked at 30,000 deaths in the U.S. Um, and Trump, in Trump's words, he's given states permission to reopen on May 1st. Although the decision of, the, the decision ultimately belongs to the states. Um, here in Maryland, Governor Hogan has already stated that that would not be happening. But before we started recording, I see that Texas is opening up next week. Um, oh, wow. And beaches. Yeah, with the Yo, they don't give a fuck. Like, <laughs> with the shit, really. It's summertime down there already. You know yeah. I mean? So the niggas like, nah, fuck that. Let's uh, let's get this shit popping. And, and you know what I mean? They they thinking different. You know what I'm saying? The South think different from where we at in Middle America. Think different than every fucking body. So mm -hmm. you know what I mean? God um, only knows what my dumbass governor will do. 
That is an embarrassment. And he really went ahead. Like, even before the quarantine was lifted, he started opening up the beaches. Who the fuck is really going that cesspool? Yes, sir. Like, yeah. Just, yeah. Florida actually did it. Uh, I think to today. Yeah, the other day, yeah, like said night uh, in the evening. I mean, niggas with the shits. Like, oh, y'all going hard. Y'all wild, man. I know. just at the beach in Florida. You know what I mean? After spring break, shit, and all the motherfuckers got sick. Like, mm-hmm. man. When I was down there in Florida, it was a guy that was working with me. And we were discussing how the beaches were closing. I think that particular day the beaches were closing. And um, he was trying to find a beach. He from up here, so I get it. But they like, uh, yeah, they closing all the beaches. Oh, man, I, I really want to go. I'm still going to go. Like, all right, what's your dumb ass? You go out there and get sick. You stay your ass in your room. Don't come near me, bro. Fuck out of here, bro. I don't. I don't think people realize how how long this is really going to take. Like, yeah, yeah. The, the the faster you open this up without any like real real cure or any real like um, decrease in infections, it's just going to be worse. It's just going to keep on continuously being worse because if you're mixing the people, you're mixing the people that don't have it with the people that have it and with the people that. Don't know that they have it because right. it don't show up until fourteen days afterwards. So, niggas right. is not taking that shit into consideration, bro. Like, um, rest in peace to uh Carl Anthony Towns. His mom passed away from the coronavirus. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah, that was. Oh yeah, I did hear about that. Yeah, that's 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 wild, man. Yeah, it's very real. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't, man. How hard is it to get masks for you guys? Oh, my sister got some, yeah, so she gave me a whole box and a box of gloves. That's yeah, good. Yeah. That's good. Shit, yeah. I'm, uh, I'm about to say, fuck it. Go get me like a fucking Bane mask. Just be an asshole. That's a fact. Like, if I gotta wear a mask all the time, I'm gonna wear a cool one. That's a fact. <laughs> 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 Yo, you don't know if I'm a villain or a nice guy. No, fuck man. it. <laughs> Love me now. Shit. Um, right. <laughs> uh, sidebar, um, I did see the WNBA, they were doing their, uh, their draft today, and they inducted, uh, Kobe's daughter and her two friends that were in the, um, helicopter accident as honorary members, um, of the draft class, so shout out to them, and that, that was a very dope thing that they did, I know she really wanted to be in, um, in the WNBA, man, this this that was just we should have known the the year was going to be some shit. Bro. I was about to say yeah, it's twenty twenty, like, yeah, it's twenty twenty for that ass right there, like, right. Yeah, bro. Twenty twenty came out like a bad case of motherfucking the worst STD ever. Like on a mm. date, that shit just popped out. Like, hey, <laughs> I'm fucking up everything. <laughs> Fuck y'all right. doing? Like, oh, like, you want to date with a bad joint?
Yes, repeatedly. Yeah, no matter yeah, what the fuck you do, if you don't got gloves, use your fucking sleeve to open up doors. Whatever you gotta do, bro. Like, treat this shit like like it's like it's your life depending on it. On you. That's a fact. It's a movie shit, man. Like niggas literally don't know nothing about this fucking disease, and it's just like tomorrow this shit fucking can grow wings. So That's a fact. Like, you know they like they live on people's shoes. It's oh, airborne. Like, nigga, that shit wild as fuck, man. But let's right. get into some music shit, man. Uh, I didn't get to talk to y'all about this. <laughs> but Jeezy dancing in the grocery store, dog. Like, <laughs> yo, man, right, yo, when I first saw the video, I scrolled right past it. I just thought it was just some, like, some new nigga, like, man, you know what I mean? A, a new nigga, you know what I mean? Because, <laughs> you know, Jeezy lost a little weight. He a bit more uh, fit. I scroll past, you have the mask on, like, you just think it's corny as shit. And I think I see somebody post something about my it's cheesy. I see the video, I actually watch it, I'm like, yo, this nigga, man. You can tell that nigga in love, bro. <laughs> right. <laughs> Congratulations to him. I swear to God. Nigga, definitely in love. I've been there before. I ain't doing that shit in the store, though. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, I can't wait to be. I think Jeezy's on this list, by the way. Oh, is he? Yes, he is. Oh, yes. Oh, great. Great. We'll get to that. We'll get to that in a minute. Q Tip turned 50. Um, shout oh, out wow. to uh, Q Tip. I didn't have him at 50. Been around for a minute, man. Do y'all think it's because, like, we, like, hip hop niggas is superheroes, so we don't let them age? Yep, that's exactly what yeah. it is. That's exactly what it is. Man, that, that, that's niggas, we, we immortalized the niggas at like 25. These stay there. You know what I mean? <laughs> that's you, might, so you, might, you might even give niggas like, you know what I mean, a nigga like Jay and Nas or something just because you got that respect for them. You, you might give them like 31. But you're like, no, you staying there, bro. You know what I mean? You're no older than that. Staying right and there. No more you know fucking I mean? birthdays, B. I think I think it, we we put them at they like I guess the most memorable years for us and we we lock them in, in, in right there in our memory so yeah we definitely we definitely do that with artists that's a that's a good fucking question. Um, on his fiftieth birthday, he actually um made an announcement that he has three albums um in the chamber, one yes. called Algorithm, um Riot Diaries, and the long. T's last Zulu. Um, did y'all know he's still signing good music? I didn't know that. Low on some J Electronica shit. If you really think about it, he's been signing good music since 2010. Damn. Like so, I mean, that's <laughs> that should make make you really think. Like, are any of these albums really going to come out? I pray right, right, at least right. one of them do. Like something, shit. Um, what else? Oh, this bullshit right here. Whoo, Akon on six nine. Oh, what? Yeah, Akon said. Uh, I want to get the correct, correct um thing because it kind of. Okay, six nine is home. Right. Um, I'm not really liking how this is like playing out. Um, Akon shows support for 6ix9ine. His homie should have took that for him. 
I assume he's talking about the charges. Um, he reiterated that he doesn't blame 6ix9ine for testifying against his fellow Trey 9 blood gang members. Here's the thing. He's young. He's had literally, he had to literally decide what's more valuable to him, my family or my future. Now, I'm not going to read anymore because he just goes into detail about stupid shit. It don't matter. None of that shit matters. He was a part of it. Like, he was a part of the crew. I don't want to hear anything about how young he was or what he, what they did to him and all. Like, bro, you were a part of that. So you just as wrong as them. Right. It don't matter. Like, I just don't like how they normalize this motherfucker telling. Whether you're from the streets or not, you know, as a kid, not to tell on somebody. Like, niggas been about that tattletale shit. And, like, this shit just, the rule, niggas throughout the rule book. You know what I mean? Like you said, it's niggas really just accepting that, like, However, he's trying to justify this shit, and this shit just, I can't, I can't get with it. But that nigga, uh, a dub of my daughter book. She got my fucking with son, son of rap. Like, you know what I mean? It's a 15 year old girl. You know what I'm saying? My daughter don't know, you know, she don't fuck with the streets or nothing like that, but she just know, like, the morals. Like, you right is right, wrong is wrong. Like, yo, you was putting hits out on niggas, nigga. Don't, don't try to, you know what I mean? Not fight that bullet now. Mm hmm. She knew what she was doing. That's a exactly, fact. man. It's just shit is just so different. Shit is so different. Then you got the motherfuckers that's like, oh well, y'all acting like y'all wouldn't have told, bro. I wouldn't have put myself in that position. That's just <laughs> right. Right. Hey, bro. Like, come on, like, who the fuck raised you? Bruce, <laughs> hey. anyway, like everybody knew what type time son was on. Niggas knew he wasn't built like that. Niggas knew he was being extra. Everybody that knew anything knew that. Niggas knew like. That shit was gonna shut down eventually, you know what I mean? So even I'm sure I'm sure he knew. So like that shit, man, like fuck it. Don't don't try to let this nigga cop a fucking plea and be okay with it. Like you knew when you saw this nigga violent telling niggas suck his dick. Like you knew that shit wasn't gonna turn out good. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Niggas knew that shit, so no, nah, I'm not no nah, I'm not rocking with it. I see that nigga in public, I'm giving him a fucking wedgie and kicking him in his ass. <laughs> Um, so, uh, today is Redman's birthday. What is, oh, yeah, shout out to yeah. Redman. Um, yeah, that shit caught me by surprise. I didn't know that at all. <laughs> like, no bullshit. I mean, sidebar, I mean, outside of the fact my mom's an Aries, but like, you don't really hear too many rappers. Born in April. Now I didn't know Redman was born in April. Nah, nah, me neither. Me neither. I know um somebody else was born in April. I forgot. Uh, mm. Prem that shouted out. Prem birthday. I think Prem birthday either late March or early April. Mm. Uh, professor birthday in March, like late March or early April. Those like you said, there's a lot of artistic, you know, what I mean, areas and shit. Favorite Redman verse. Mm. Damn. I got a couple of them. I ain't gonna hold you. It's gonna be cliche, but probably uh, probably the second verse I'll be that. Maybe the first verse. Probably, probably the first. Just, just, just cause like the shit he was saying and just how that felt. Like that shit was, it was unapologetic. And Ray was just spitting his shit. You know what I mean? Like 
that's I think that's literally my introduction to Redman. Like I think in seventh grade is when I really started paying attention to him. You know what I mean? Um, that shit just moved me. You know what I mean? I remember watching a video seeing him sweep all the all the petite chicks out. Let you know, you know what I mean? Let the fat girls come in and rock out and shit. <laughs> so that shit was just that shit was always dope to me. Like Redman, like it might have the concept might have got a little bit sillier, but that nigga was always spitting. No, I mean, it's always been. Mm-hmm. How about you, Stacey? I don't think I have a favorite verse. I just have songs that I like. Like, Time for Some Action is cool. Oh, God. Yeah. Man. Classic. I love that fucking song. That's the first song that popped in my mind, but... Yeah, I was singing that best song. I don't have a favorite verse. I remember buying that CD at Soundgarden. Um, probably I want to say within the last three four years I went and bought it. It was random and I was like, bro, this shit only four dollars. So like, why not buy it and shit? Uh, that was yeah, bro. I always like when um they act like they they act like they about to get off the record and then they be like, nah, nah, nah. Then they start <laughs> do like a whole fucking verse and shit like that. Yeah. Man, shout out to Red Man, bro. Uh. I want to say this was last week. Two Chains put up a post um, saying that he had the best verse f- on Mercy. Do you guys agree? Um, I gotta go yeah. back and listen to it. I can't well, remember. Hmm. Yeah, I can still recite that entire verse. I think it was the most memorable. I can't recite anybody else's verse. I heard like word for word. I heard a lot of people. Um, a lot of, like I read people like debating between his and Big Sean verse. Yeah, Big Sean got a little bit in his feelings about this. Hey, he called two chains, and he was like, "What the fuck are you talking about? Like, you didn't, you didn't bother me on this verse, like, bro. Like, I get it, but you had to call him. Aren't you supposed to feel like you're the best? What's the problem? Yeah, like, like he's, you're supposed to feel like that, man. That's like, it's a little weird. That was a little weird. He, he, he wilding what he's supposed to do. Supposed to get a beat and be like, yo, Teddy, yo, get on this song with me real quick. Mm-hmm. I felt like that. supposed to eat that nigga. Mm-hmm. I mean, but no bullshit. This is the same guy that thinks he had the best verse on Control. Oh, yeah, so he just on that He believes in himself. I give him. And Jenny Pussy got his nose open. He just saying shit now. Fuck you. I'm the best. My push is the best. Come relax, yo. Just be happy. Oh shit! Um, uh, let's get into this premiere versus RZA. Who y'all? Who do y'all think won? In your opinion, I pulled up like a. I can actually send y'all the um picture of each song. Well, the list of songs. My shit, man. Um, I was loving. I was loving praying shit, but just the timing and the placement, I think it had to be RZA for me. You know what I mean? And you know, I'm such a praying fan, mm-hmm. but RZA was playing some joints. And it's like, oh, like, I can't really, I can't really say, like, what was better or worse. Mm-hmm. Because it was definitely a preference type situation, but those moments of nostalgia when certain beats hit, it's like, oh. Mm-hmm. I agree. I think with the RZA situation, the only downside was how early on the sound quality was so bad. So, like, I don't know. What's that? Probably up to, like, maybe 
round six, maybe seven. It was like we knew the song, but it was like the feeling would have been better if the sound quality was was there. Um, and, and niggas just need niggas that's tech suave around them because Rizzo was looking like his age for real. Like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah that sleeve was best. Hey, you say I gotta I gotta push what button? Uh, just right. just come fix this for me. Come come fix it for me. Right, right, right. <laughs> like, absolutely Uncle Ryan. All the way, like, like yo, what the this, fuck is going this, on? Man. You got ghost face in the comments like, man, fuck all that talking, turn that shit up. Yo, right? listen listen, him and black thought. They had me dying the whole time because they was just talking they shit. <laughs> you know, y'all niggas is talking just whatever. Man. I ain't mad at y'all. You know what I mean? If y'all niggas can do that, y'all are y'all. Yeah. So I mean, I I enjoyed it. I enjoyed how they um started after the twenty. The initial 20 records, they did more songs and yeah, more stories. Yeah. I enjoy the stories that come with the records. Definitely, definitely. Um, That's like the highlight. That's that's probably why, honestly, to be honest, the most entertaining one this far would be the T-Pain versus Lil Jon. That would have probably been the most entertaining to me as far as like people, the, the crowd of, um, well, virtual crowd of people and... Just how the back and forth was, right. um, but just to hear some of those hip hop stories is pretty cool. It's also kind of like wild to find out like certain records these guys produce. Like I had no idea that uh, RZA did um, "Long Kiss Goodnight." That was yeah, that was yeah, surprising man. to me. Um, but once you hear it, you're like, all right, well that that should sound like a RZA fucking record and shit like that. Right. So I ain't really tripping. Um, where else are we at? Um, with that being said, how important are B-side records to classic albums in comparison to hit radio records? Um, I think they, I think they're uh, necessary. Honestly, but, um, I was thinking about myself today. Like, yeah, bro, you know what I mean? We gonna put out these B-sides, especially just last night sending those joints to you. You know what I mean? Like joints that mm-hmm. you're not even aware about. You know what I mean? That I got. So I think. Later on, you know what I mean? I'm gonna end up compiling those and end up putting putting them out. You know what I mean? And um, it's just it's a I think it's like a good ass like plate or, or a dish rather that you discover. You know what I mean? That you you didn't know like that was at your favorite restaurant. You know what I mean? It's just that feeling, like especially when the shit's dope. You know what I mean? Like yo, why why have I why have I never heard this? You know what I mean? Where there's been that? So that shit is it, man. It's, it's definitely a essential. Mm-hmm. I kind of feel like those are the songs that create the cult following. Like, if you really yeah. have like some some real B sides that like you can really connect to, it makes you feel closer because it's not you sharing it with everybody else like a hit song. Mm-hmm. It right. kind of right. yeah, it's yeah. kind of the foundation for a cult following. Yeah, no, you you definitely right. I I I found that I'm gonna give you an example of that right there. Right, something in the water last year with Family came on. And I think like right before that um, part, I forgot who Pharrell brought out, but he brought out somebody that you know has a lot of radio hits. Or even earlier, like the the, the white kids that I was near, they were um, asking me about uh, 
Uzi, like some random Uzi Uzi Vert song came on, and I ain't know it. So I was just like, uh, they was like, you don't fuck with Uzi? I was like, nah. <laughs> like, but Fam Lay came on, and he did um, Hit Me On My Beeper. He did uh, Rock and Roll, and it's like, those records were like huge records for underground for the underground artists in him. Like, niggas knew that song, like, outside of Virginia, but especially being in Virginia, like, everybody knew that song. But you could tell, like, who didn't even know who he was. And that feeling of, like, like Stacey was saying, that feeling of knowing and don't nobody else know it, it just, it's, it's different. Yeah. Um, but we're going to start the play playlist off with, uh, first off, no music. Um, but, uh, Nissy Hustle Sucker Proof. Um, That's my shit. That's my shit. That was a, such a dope record. So we are one year anniversary of Nipsey Hustle passing. As an artist yourself, Norm, what did you learn from Nipsey in Life and Death? Oh, man. Uh, overall, uh, Nipsey definitely taught me about patience and, and persistence, perseverance, and three Ps. You know what I mean? Just looking at where he came from and what he went through and where he got. Um, I think he provides that sense of reassurance for a lot of us. You know what I mean? You see everybody post that flag that, you know what I mean? It's that saying that the marathon continues. And uh, I think it reinforces the fact that it, it literally is a marathon. It's not a race. Like, you really, you know what I mean? You want this shit, you know what I mean? Whatever grind that you, you win, this shit is a, it's a, it's a long, it's a long road. You know what I mean? It's, it takes persistence. You got to keep pushing. You know what I mean. If you keep going, it will get there. Just he was living proof. You know what I mean. And even still, in, in his death, you see his legacy and the effects of his actions still. You know what I mean. Having a ripple effect to, to this day. So that shit is super inspiring. Stacy, how valuable is entrepreneurship and philanthropy in music today? And will that be something that he will be recognized for more than his music? Mm, I feel like it's a fine balance as far as being remembered because it's not as if he doesn't have a gang of hits that people can relate to and people will listen to forever. Mm-hmm. So I really don't think one outshines the other, but it's important because you get to push like big agendas that can actually make like social changes. Like look at Jay Z, he's a prime example of how he uses his money to go ahead and kind of put us ahead. Prison reform. I'm still kind of unsure about what's going on with this NFL situation. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I still don't see where he, what, what the end goal is with that. But I just feel like he's a prime example of why it's so important, aside from Nipsey as well. To be honest with the whole NFL thing, I mean, up until now of what we've seen, it just seems like it. it's what he's done is like really position a lot of different rock nation artists. Um, whether that be, I'm, I'm only going off of like the Super Bowl era, um, with like, you know, Shakira, uh, J-Lo, I think Meek did like a, like an intro to like Monday Night Football one time or something like that, or he did a concert or something like that, but I think it's to further the agenda more with, um, Rock Nation and just artistry in general, um, I, I think they did some type of, uh, um, foundation for the community too, but I I'm kind of optimistic on it. I I they're not really saying much about it, like the agreements and 
what is really in place moving forward and stuff like that. I don't know if you heard anything because I, I really haven't heard too much about that. Mm-mm. Yeah, so, I mean, I, I mean, look, I'm all for it. I don't really watch football. I'm a basketball person. So I really don't. I'm just curious to see how this is all going to play out. Uh, you know, like what the benefit is of not at the, the, the end goal is. Yeah. Like, is this is this the further what what agenda are we furthering? Like, but um, next up we got Buster Rhymes. Wuha, do y'all remember like how crazy these early Buster Rhymes videos were? What? Yeah, man, it was just a fun moment. <laughs> yeah, definitely, definitely. That is, man. Think about how colorful his videos were. Like mm-hmm. that video, mm-hmm. I think it's mad different colors. You know what I'm saying? He go from like blue to yellow to red to green and it's just visually entertaining you know what right. I'm saying mm-hmm. the song was live like but bus bus was definitely the definition of an entertainer I think for creativity him and Missy can be neck and neck as far as that's a fact. Yeah, yeah that is a fact yeah, definitely who had the better videos ah uh, that's a tough one cause they <laughs> they both was on some shit if mm-hmm. I had to pick one, though, it would be Missy. Mm-hmm. If I had to, but I still feel like they're making it. But if I had to, I'd say her. They kind of all stem from the same family tree, in a sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I kind of do it. So, with all these versus battles, who do you think would be the proper opponent for Buster Rhymes? Oh, man. Mm-hmm. me wants to say ludicrous but i don't mm. feel like it's enough hits yeah, that's, that's, that. the only thing. that's the only thing because luda don't get me wrong luda got joints for bus been in the game since literally 91 so right which is oh, fucking man. crazy yeah man yeah I, I don't know i i would go with missing simply because of how how creative both of them are and how yeah, randomly man. they could come with a hit at any time But keeping it in Virginia, next song up we have Timbaland featuring Drake. Say something. I feel like I vaguely remember it. Um, this shit is all I knew. You and oh, yeah, that's what cool. yeah, yeah. All right, so yeah, that uh, that was a pretty pretty shitty uh rendition but y'all got the goddamn point um drake stated that the concept of the record is how awkward it is seeing a girl that you used to talk to tell me about an awkward time bumping into an ex hmm. oh. oh this is good <laughs> my eyes i got <laughs> my eyes lit up i was like oh <laughs> Well, I don't know if it's necessarily a bump into He was trying to surprise me, but he did a shitty job. Mm-hmm. Like, I went to Blue Flame one night with my homegirls, and he was just, like, there. It, it was just weird. And then there's other times where it's like, they'll be in the same place as you, mm-hmm. and then text you, and you, you look nice in that green dress. It was <laughs> a little creepy. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's a little creepy sometimes. Like, so you just want to sit there and fucking watch me? But... Uh-huh. 
<laughs> that is wild creepy. Like, oh. I'm gonna hit a nine. Nah, I ain't gonna hit a. Right, right. No, I'm gonna hit up. Nah, I ain't gonna hit up. No, nah, just do it. Just do it. Just do it. No, yeah, so I seen you get in the car. Right, right, right. How about you, Noah? Um, uh, it was uh, I don't know if Shorty was she wasn't necessarily my ex, but we were dealing with each other kind of. I mean, frequently. So um, it was some years, um, maybe a year, yeah, maybe a year after we stopped dealing with each other. She was out with her boyfriend. It was me, and my man. We had went to uh, loafers. Mm-hmm. She was out with her boyfriend and shit. And, um. He was, he knew, he knew something, you know what I mean? So she oh. was, you know, I see Shorty and shit, and she like real bashful, cause like, you know what I mean? We were like, so we weren't really together, but you know what I mean? We just kind of, you know what I mean? He was in the guts. So, you know he mean? was in yeah, the guts. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> so her, I guess her being there with her boyfriend, you know what I mean? She was remembering and she was just real bashful, you know what I mean? Me being, I was going to speak to her, man, cause, you know what I mean? I went on that type time, but. She made that shit awkward, like, and her man looking at her, like, what's wrong with you? Like, you said the way your girl out a couple months ago, bro. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know what I mean? That shit was kind of weird, because he looking like, you know what I mean? Like, hey, man, it is what it is. Shouts to her. Me and her still speak, you know what I mean? Much love to you and, and your family and shit. Niggas grown ups, man. It's just. It's crazy watching niggas. Niggas got family, bro. I feel like I'm still 20. My daughter all grown, and everybody got their babies. And I'm out here on some dog shit. Like, yo, we we want to be fucked. You know what I mean? It's like, fuck it. Like, I man. It's his own, bro. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah. I, I don't know if I said this story on the podcast. This shit happened to me a couple months ago. So, uh, I had, um... Lauren meet Corey's mom, and so I don't like going places like around the area. I normally go, you know, as far as possible because I don't like seeing niggas. Especially hate seeing niggas that I went to school with. I don't want to talk to y'all. Leave me the fuck alone. You feel me? So go to Newtown Sushi Bar, and I'm like, all right, ain't nobody gonna be in this motherfucker, right? So Jesse's there. We waiting on Lauren and shit. And fucking, I look over and it's my ex, like sitting like with somebody, and I kind of seen her like out the corner of my eye. So like I look, but you know I ain't want to look again because I ain't want to be like, oh bitch, I'm staring at you and shit. So anyway, so so you know what I'm saying I I look at Jesse, I'm like, yo, I think that's my ex, and the nigga and her, who <laughs> who where like yo. Like, yo, relax, bro. Relax, bro. <laughs> like, like, so, you know what I'm saying? I text Lauren, like, yeah, I think my ex is in here, and this is about to be the wildest shit ever. So, by the long story short, by the time that Lauren actually got there, she had left. So, like, Jesse's like, yeah, I ain't, I ain't never like her, no way. So, to be honest, shout out to my ex because that there set up a bond between <laughs> my baby mother and my girlfriend. So, <laughs> we appreciate you. That was the icebreaker. <laughs> that was really fucking uncomfortable. Oh, Lord have mercy. I can imagine. Yeah, bro. That's, that's three different stages of my life. Whew. 
Uh, anyway, um, next up, we got Lil Baby, something to prove. Lil Baby is quoted saying, by the time I get to 40, I got to be one of the greats. Speaking of one of the greats, Lil Wayne has listed Lil Baby as his favorite artist today simply because he's thirsty for knowledge. Lil Baby has released eight projects in three years, two studio albums, six mixtapes, two mixtapes being collaborative efforts, one with YSL recording artist Gunner and the other with label mate Marlo with a mixtape on the way called Lamborghini Boys for only artists that own Lamborghinis. <laughs> That's interesting. Um, let's talk about the trajectory of Little Baby's career. In the next five years, where do you see Little Baby? I still see him around. I like him. Like, I don't know. He's just consistent mm -hmm. without being boring. The baby. Um. <laughs> oh, you are the baby. Or Luca, no, no, no. I was saying I was talking about what you're saying without being born, and the baby's born. But anyway, that was that he's was, repetitive. Yeah, yeah that's, he's it's repetitive. A bit, it's a bit much, but my my fault. I didn't mean to get off the babies and shit. But uh, yeah. So like outside of like him being around, like do you see him? Becoming like one of the main artists like you know in our era well well the era I don't know what's like the 20 the 2000 at the 2010 era you have the big three you have Drake J. Cole and Kendra Lamar do you see him being a part of whatever this generation's big three would be? Uh, I don't know these young people are a little different oh, Lord have mercy <laughs> <laughs> I can't really say what they can. I mean, they can consider. And don't get me wrong, I love Uzi Bird. But, I mean, they can even consider him to be a legend. Like, they love him. Legend. I don't know. I don't know what they're going to pick. And I love Uzi, but I don't think he's going to be a top five. Darryl. You know, he just won't get there to me. I think that that whole term, top five, gold, legend, like, it's just thrown around so loosely nowadays. With mm -hmm. people that <sighs> normally th those kind of terms came with, they came with the the material that they put out yeah. and the longevity of their career. But they're yeah, yes, I yes, <laughs> yes, and unfortunately, that's not really a part of the criteria anymore. Yeah, unfortunately, um. So, Norm, being an artist, when you see an artist do this amount of material in a span of, say, three years, like he's done, what is your biggest fear for the artist? Um, just being redundant. Um, just having quantity over quality. You know what I mean? I, I respect the shit out of that grind. You know what I mean? Just banging all that shit out because that effort is, is absolutely paid off. You know what I mean? And Somebody gonna take notice you putting out projects, you know what I mean, of that magnitude. So that shit, you know what I mean? I respect the shit out of it. But for me, I just, I gotta be in a certain place to put out that much music just because of what I'm talking about, you know what I mean? And I'm a, I know for a fact I put out that much shit in that little time. My shit's gonna get boring mm -hmm. unless I got that much to talk about. Like I said, it's different because I'm not in that. I'm not from that area. I'm not in that life. I'm not that age. So he's living a whole different life. And so it's probably mad other different shit to talk about. But 
it's only but so many ways to talk about so many things in in rap. You get what I'm saying, mm-hmm. and still keep it rap. So you know what I mean. I, I like to give myself some time, but that shit. You know what I mean. That's just working for him. Salute to him. Shout out to little baby man. He he just came up with an album. I think this Lamborghini Boys um, mixtape is supposed to come out in May. With all this coronavirus shit, who knows what. See? That's what I'm saying, shit like that, like, yeah. you know what I mean, Lamborghini boy, niggas making a, a mixtape about Lamborghini, you know what I'm saying, if I was a young nigga, fucking, with stupid money, I could just blow you, yeah, I'd be writing about Lamborghinis too, you know what I mean, <laughs> but, I wouldn't, just me, you know what I mean, coming from where I come from, I don't think I'd ever write about Lamborghinis, even if I had one, just cause, like, everybody doing it, you know what I mean, it's, I like the way Westside rap about Lamborghinis, I like the way Currency rap about Lamborghinis, I ain't gonna do it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like I said, it's just different strokes for different folks. Mm-hmm. That's a fact. That's a fact. Um, next up, we have Beyonce, Brown Skin Girl. Brown Skin Girl appears on the Lion King remake. The song features Wizkid, St. John, and Blue Ivy. The song is a celebration for black women, specifically brown skin women. Uh, remember I was telling y'all I was watching um School Days. Um... Which I I was watching it specifically again for a particular scene. Uh, so in nineteen eighty eight, Spike Lee had a uh, album. I mean, I'm sorry, had a movie titled School Days. There's a scene titled "Good and Bad Hair," which pins two sororities against each other's against each other with sweaters with W for wannabes and J for jigaboos, which I had to explain to Corey which each was. And what the term meant. The wannabes represented the girls that had long hair. And the J's represent the more natural woman. This this scene spoke to colorism in the black community. Um, Before I get into my question. I still want to give like more of a. More of a background. Well, basically the conversation having it with Corey. I had the conversation with Corey about like you know. Being out and uh, how can I put this? Being out and just basically because she's a light skinned woman, how sometimes being around her friends as she gets older might she might encounter something like this, something like say uh, the brown paper bag test. Um, Stacy, have you ever been affected by colorism in your life? Oh, absolutely. Especially through high school, because, like, they'll see you, and they just automatically form their idea of you based off your complexion. So I used to have to, like, defend myself a lot, because it was just, like, the the stereotype is, you know, lighter girls are, you know, prissier, or softer, or whatever. So I used to have to, like, people would try me. Mm-hmm. We were trying because of that. Mm-hmm. And so I used to wind up having to defend myself a lot. So absolutely, definitely throughout my life. I've been called a house nigger before. Mm-hmm. I've been called a bunch of shit. So, mm-hmm. so whatever. I, that, um, that's crazy you said high school because I told Corey, like, she might not experience it now. But I guarantee you, she, you'll experience it when you start dating. That, yeah, yeah, that's going to yeah. be... The turning point for you. Um, what do you guys know about 
the brown paper bag test. I'm not familiar. Please I'm familiar. Yeah. Mm. If you put your if you put your skin next to a brown paper bag, if you out of the shade of the brown paper bag are lighter, you're deemed acceptable. If you're darker, then you're not acceptable. Wow. Yeah. Really? Yeah. 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 Uh, let's see. Uh, according to Henry Louis Gates Jr. in his book, The Future of the Race, 1996, the practice of the brown paper bag test may have originated in New Orleans, Louisiana, where there was a substantial third class of free people of color dating from the French colonial era. The test was related to ideas of beauty in which some people believe the light, that lighter skin and more European features in general were more attractive from 1900 until about 1950 paper bag parties are said to have taken place in neighborhoods of major American cities with a high concentration of African Americans many churches fraternities and nightclubs used a brown paper used a brown paper bag principle as a test for entrance people at these organizations would take the brown paper bag hold it against a person's skin, if the person was lighter than the bag, they were omitted. People whose skin was not lighter than the brown paper bag, well, they were denied entry. Mm. That's wild. I never knew that. Yeah, it's, see, that's that's why I had to hold off of recording. Because I was like, this shit started interesting me. Then I started going down like a rabbit hole and shit. I was like, right, damn, right. it's, it's kind of crazy. And I mean, to be honest, back circling back to what I was, the conversation with Corey... I was I like most like most dudes. We grow up, we are automatically attracted to light skinned women for some some unknown reason. I maybe we're programmed to think like that is you know yeah they're like the trophy like they're the hardest to get that like Stacy said the they are thought to be prettier and, and things of that nature. So it it was it was eye opening to really like go through this like. That was like a proud father moment for me. Like, I felt like I actually taught her something of, like, you know, unfortunately, it's something that she's more than likely going to have to go through as growing to be a, a young woman in this in this world. So, you know, shout out to uh, all the brown skinned girls. Um, I tell Corey every day to wake up and listen to that. But um, let's go with uh, Jeezy, get your mind right. Whew. We here, we here, Stacy. <laughs> we here, we here. Uh, Jeezy's first three to four, possibly, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Let me think of the fourth album. Yeah, I guess so. Um, are regarded as classics to most people of that era. Jeezy has evolved over his career, not only as a rapper but a man. However, the last three to four albums have been received with lackluster reviews, despite having hit records with Jay Z and the late Bankroll Fresh. Why do you think Jeezy's artistry has been on decline? I think it's because we love him to be in a gangster. Now, this nigga shimmying in the grocery store, so it's kind of hard to buy out what he's selling. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's not the same anymore because he still tries to rap about the same thing you know, on similar production styles, like, still now. And it's just like, no. Jesus, right. you, you wear suits and stuff like yep. this man, bro. We we 
you know, so your sound has to grow with you. It has to mature with you. Like, you can still talk your shit, but you can't be like, hey, I'm just, you know what I mean? Like, come on, bro. Like, like you said, you said, like, you, you dancing and shit, bro. It's kind of hard to believe that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, it's, you know, that's, hey, man, that nigga happy. Like, make, make some, make some happy music, bro. Like, you gotta right. do it. You gotta mm-hmm. do what folks your boat, son. Like, that's, that's the thing, bro. Like, you, you, if you're in a different headspace, you, you're going to hear that shit in the creation regardless. Mm-hmm. So, do you think he should just stick to making more records like R.I.P. and that Jeezy? I mean, that um Neo song that he had. More like party songs. Yeah, yeah. I think he'd be better off doing that because it's still him being Jeezy without yeah. being like right. This shit don't fit no more. Right, mm-hmm. right, right. Do you think the time will come for Gucci Man in that aspect then? Hmm. See, y'all, y'all, y'all gotta handle that. I heard <laughs> Gucci like a, a, a fucking a superhero, so I don't know nothing about like I ain't ever listened to Gucci, but I heard Gucci like transcends rap, so mm. you know what I mean. I don't know. What do you think, Stacey? Cause I mean that, that's kind of the same thing we getting out of Gucci now, like yeah. so. But I don't know. It's just a certain level of ignorance that I still see with Gucci. That <laughs> <is still alive. laughs> no, that nigga's still a nigga. <laughs> yeah, he is. Like, uh, yeah, he is. I knew. That's I knew. I knew Gucci was still a nigga when he was doing the. Uh, he was doing the. The podcast with um. Big Bank and DJ Screen, and he kept on saying, God damn, like how yeah, Atlanta right. niggas do. I was like, oh, this nigga's still a nigga. This nigga's still a nigga. Because <laughs> yeah, the God damn, God damn. I was like, oh, God damn, stop. That nigga is a street nigga. I knew his um, middle school teacher. She was like, he was fucked up from back then. Matter of fact, she was a special ed teacher. She was a teacher. And that nigga was in special ed? Oh, that's believable. <laughs> That's the thing you can tell, like, you know what I mean? That nigga's not no, I graduated high school, I turned 20 and, like, wanted to become a goon. Nah, that's that's him. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. Him. You can tell, son, like, that's why I don't like the nigga music. That's literally why, because <laughs> Gucci is a nigga I know from when I was outside running the streets, a nigga I know that I didn't like. Gucci is one of, like, one of the dumbass niggas that just would do whatever. Like, yo, get the fuck away from me, bro, because you won't get me arrested. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Outside for real, dude. That shit come on. Everybody get to swinging their arms, stepping back and forth. (laughs) Yo, I'm trying to tell you, nigga. If you can't dance, you fit to dance to that shit, and you gonna look. You gonna look like you can. (laughs) Yeah, I'm saying. 
Y'all seen my post? You know who the dancing niggas is at the parties. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, I ain't gonna hold you, bro. I go to your video so often, man. I like, be tripping on yo. When you, yeah. behind, you behind shorty, yo. <laughs> yo, that's that cool. That shit is so funny. Yo, you just got hat. Listen, man. Outside, open back up, dog. I might have to make it a Paris in Baltimore, like... Happy hour or something. Something I don't do. But I might have to do it. You feel me? I, need no, I, think, I think the whole city gonna come out, son. Yeah, bro. The whole city gonna come out. We need it's that. It's only right. I was about to say, it's only right, son. Y'all niggas gotta leave the guns at home. Bro. Yeah, bro. Niggas gotta come at home, come outside, and, you know what I mean? Enjoy it, because niggas, man, I'm running through my weed like water, bro. You know what I mean? <laughs> what? <laughs> We gotta do something, man. I just, I just spent so much money on weed over the last right. month and a half. Uh, I'm up to 14 grams a week. Jesus. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Yep. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's just real, bro. Like, I can usually occupy my time, like, you know what I mean? Going outside or whatever the case. Mind you, I still go out, might take a walk or whatever. You know what I mean? But. I'm not really like a social nigga in public, you know what I mean? But just the having the option of being able to go to like get high and go to like Marshalls or something or get high and look at some <laughs> sneakers, you know what I mean? Like just little shit, little shit I was taking for granted and I can't do it right now. Like, right, damn, they're chain smoking. Son, yo, I smoked like two and a half blunts and whipped the other day and passed out and woke up in the car like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> I felt like an alcoholic. Like an alcoholic it was hell. I had my phone on my dashboard. I was watching the wire and shit. I woke up and shit say, Oh, you should like continue watching. I'm just gone. Like, yo, what the fuck? This shit what got season you up to? I'm, I'm only on season two, but you know what I mean? It was just fucking. I just found out this shit started, so I just said, fuck it. You know what I mean? I turned it on and I rolled up. You know what I mean? I was like, yeah, you know what I mean? I'm not high enough yet. in the Marlo Yo, you gonna love it. Wait, do you watch? Do you watch Blackish? No, I don't. Have you watched it? I've seen little parts here and there, and they were funny. Okay, you gonna love it then. You gonna love it for sure. My mom's got me on Blackish. I ain't people Blackish. Fuck though, that's It's worth it. It's 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 Blackish, uncensored. That's the best. That's all I can tell you. You gonna love it. You gonna love it. I'm like, I think I'm on like episode three, but I think I'm a, well, once I edit this, which ain't going to be too much to edit, but once I get through the edit, I'll probably restart this shit probably because it, it's pretty good. It's it's actually really good, but I was doing other shit. So I was like, I was laughing, but I feel like I could laugh better. So I got to remix my laugh. <laughs> I got I to remix my laugh. All right. So um, next up, we got J-Rock featuring Black Hippie, Vice City. 
Hmm, where are we going with this one? Let's see. I pray that one day we'll be able to get an album from Black Kippy. Um, this group consists of J-Rock, Absol, Schoolboy Q, and Kendrick Lamar. I want y'all to try something right here. Let's recast Black Hippie with artists with similar styles. The only catch is you can only use artists that have debuted after 2010. I'm pawing today. I'm pawing today. Damn, who the fuck came out after 2010? Shit, I don't know. I wasn't thinking when I did the question. <laughs> hey, yo. Hey, yo. The question was so good, I didn't even... Think if it was possible, like so. Let's, uh, let's do 05. Let's do after 05. Okay, okay. Uh, <laughs> I bet. Let me cycle through. Let me cycle through. Uh, damn, man. Stacy, hold me down real quick. My memory trash right now. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm sorry, but this alcohol just hit me, and I can't even remember the question. Oh, one more time. All right, all right. So, um, let's recast Black Hippie, the group, um, with artists with similar styles. The only catch is the artist that you pick can only have debuted after 2005. Or, or, let's remix it. <laughs> I want to try something. Let's recast Black Hippie with artists with similar styles. Only catch is you can only use artists from the 90s. Okay. All right, now we good? We good. We made it a little, made it a little easier. Mm -hmm. um, I was going to say like... Let's go I, one by one. So, Absol. I, I don't... I, yeah, I was gonna say Blue Pay initially because I, I I didn't okay. know what year uh, initially Blue Pay came out. That's why I was kind of stuck on um O five. Okay, you know so let's fuck the year, fuck the year. Let's just right. recast them. Yeah, so I was gonna say uh, Blue Pay. Uh, mm -hmm. That's for Absol. I say yeah, Blue Pay for Absol. Uh, see, it's the it's the, the thing, the comparisons when you get to like niggas. The West Coast is always kind of tough because West Coast is like. They kind of like Cajun food, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. An acquired taste. Yeah, yeah, and it's like they so, so particular. You get what I'm saying? Like a nigga like us, we can rock with it, but you know what I mean? Trying to compare them to somebody, uh, I guess, kind of match somebody up with them is just tough. Um, let's see, uh, Lupe for solo. Um, damn, yo, I want to say. I, I want to, but I don't want to say Kanye because I feel like it's a, a cop out. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, because that's not really a good like matchup anyway. Mm -hmm. Um, what, what, what you think, sir? What you Yo, think? you know what I'm thinking, honestly, and this might sound a little far fetched, but star quality wise, I would replace uh Kendrick with um, I would replace him with Rowdy Rich, star quality wise. See, I, that's why I'm glad I asked you because I would have, I, I would have never thought about that. I, I think, I think Rowdy Rich has the power to lead a group. I can see that. I can see that. Um, I really don't know who the fuck I would pick for J Rock. J Rock, yeah, that's what, and that, that's what I'm saying. Like, would you put the game? Match somebody up with them is kind of tough. 
And I, I guess because I'm doing gang affiliation, I'm sorry. Right, right, right. That's what I'm saying. Like trying to match somebody up with them, that shit is kind of tough. Trying to put somebody in a in a puzzle place. You get what I'm saying? Um, because game is like you know, I mean, game can rhyme, but it's kind of not that same. I guess that same hit like J Rock. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Um, damn, yo. I don't know, y'all. I'm gonna do niggas justice, but I, I guess, yeah. I guess, game. Kind of hard. Know. You know what I mean? I don't even know who's compatible with Schoolboy Q. Stacy, what do you think? Who is Schoolboy Q? You will not believe this, but when you started recanting the question, I actually dropped my call drop. Oh fuck! All right, All right so basically, we're recasting Black Hippie, but we I don't care about the year. Okay, so I'm not familiar with Black Hippie. All right, so that's uh that's TDE, uh Schoolboy okay. Q, Absol, J Rock, and Kendrick. So who who would you put in their place? Mm. We have right now we have Lupe for Absol. Um, I kind of threw a curveball in there by putting Rowdy Rich in place of Kendrick Lamar. So who would replace Schoolboy Q? Yeah. Me, shit. Mm. Damn. Yeah, see, that shit hard. See? Right. I told you. I told you. That's what I'm saying. When Corey said, like, flipping them, flipping them out with somebody from 2010, my shit went blank. I was like, yeah. uh. Yeah, right, I and then not only that too, but Schoolboy Q style is so distinct. Yeah, like, definitely, definitely. Ludacris? Really just him. Nah. Uh, nah. I don't want to talk about Ludacris so bad on this episode. Hey, <laughs> 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 uh, I don't know, bro. What about Wale? Still not the same. No, 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 no. Wale is only yeah. emotional. Yeah. yeah, I would have had to swap out. Absol, if I was putting Wale, if anything. Yeah. Um. I don't know, bro. It gotta be like somebody that's like a hard rapper. Yeah. Um. I don't know. I might have to take this question to like Facebook or Twitter or something like that. Yeah. 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 I I don't know, cause it's kind of hard. Damn. Damn. Their styles are so unorthodox. That's why. Yeah, that's right. Mm. I don't know. I got another one of those kind of questions coming up. Don't kill me. Um, <laughs> Next up, we got West Side Gun featuring Rock Marciano, Rick Martel. Uh, the Griselda label is like nothing we've seen in recent memory. A gritty level 90s influenced hip hop group that can hold their own on any record with anybody. One of hip hop stories that make you proud to be a fan of the group, especially a group of niggas that you love seeing them getting there just do. Let's just take a 10 year window, 95 to 2005. Out of these six labels, Rough Riders, Cash Money, Rockefeller, Shady, Def Jam, and G-Unit, where would each artist blossom the most? Um, let's let's go down the line. So let's start with uh, let's start with Keisha Plum. Mm, mm. I can I can see Keisha. I can see Keisha at Rockefeller. 
I can see Keisha Rockefeller. I don't know why, but I can see how they um maybe maybe because she's a poet. Yeah, I can see Dame really helping her. Yeah. And her on Kanye early Kanye. Her her working side by side with Kanye. I can see that for sure. Definitely, definitely. Um I can definitely see uh Westside, he's a perfect fit for Rockefeller. Perfect fit. Like just his mind, the shit he rhymes about, his appeal. Perfect fucking fit. I can see him bridging the gap between state property and dipset. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, fucking uh, uh, Benny. Mm-hmm. Benny. The thing about Benny, he's kind of, I guess, multifaceted when it comes to style, because Benny can, he can go in that 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 G unit pocket, but still jump in that that state prop pocket. You know what I mean, like. I don't know, but I probably say G Unit with him. You know what I mean? It's, I don't know if you saw it, but um, on Twitter, Lloyd Banks like, you know what I mean? Who would y'all like to see me? You know what I mean? Do a feature with being like me? You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. Lloyd Banks like with the eyes and shit. So that shit right there, that's kind of like a match made in heaven. Mm-hmm. Um, um, and Con Conway, um, Conway's kind of tough for me. Conway's kind of tough for me because that nigga. Like, he so fucking grimy. Like, uh, I wanna, I wanna say G in it. Mm-hmm. I want to, but I don't know, yo. He, I'd probably say G in it, because thinking about it, that era, he probably like great, you know what I mean? G in mixtape freestyle Steve, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. What about you, Stacey? No, I really couldn't disagree with Norm. Mm. Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking. I I got for I'm with you with Keisha and Westside. Now with Benny, I could see Benny with early Rough Riders. Yeah, yeah, that's perfect. That's Being perfect. a second coming of following behind X, I could see that. Um, like he would. If we were replacing somebody out of Rough Riders, we would replace Drag On album and put Benny there. And you would get you would get twice the effect yeah, yeah. that Dragon had. Dragon first album was amazing, by the way. Um, you think about that. You think about the first Rough Riders album with a Benny on there, or like mm. old Locks joints with Benny on mm. there, like Benny yeah, on Blood Pressure. What? Yeah, you, make, you make a great point. Yeah, you make a great point. What? Um, Conway. I see Conway on G. No, I, I agree with you. The Conway on G. Uh, I can't see him going anywhere else but G Unit. Yeah. Um, because again, if you were placing somebody, if you take Young Buck run out and put Conway in replace, yeah. that that solidify or or yeah, yeah, whatever the two. Yeah. I feel like fifty banks Conway is a nice mix of G Unit Griselda. Yeah. That actually sounds like like uh that sounds like a label though like <laughs> like um but um let's see last song we got little uzi vert neon guts i'm very selective yeah. of don't you love that song stacy <laughs> like well just man that's like a match made in heaven bro like yeah. that's such a uh i can't oh man 
probably one of the first Uzi songs that like I fuck with and listen to repeat. Like that title was crazy to me. It sounded like some nuclear pussy. <laughs> what? Wait a minute. Nuclear pussy. Yeah, we what go. Is that song about? Always. Always. Yes. Always count on knowing for the title of the episodes. I tell you. Yeah, that nuclear pussy, nigga. <laughs> oh man. So I'm, I'm very selective of what I listen to from Lil Uzi Vert, but I really enjoyed his new album and his second release this year, which was a sequel to the 2016 release. Um, Little Uzi Vert versus the world. Now, I just wasn't that, that album really wasn't for me. The second portion, even like the original and the uh the sequel, I really it just wasn't it wasn't for me. Like like the sound of it was just like the Uzi that I really don't like to listen to. But I enjoyed the real rapidy rap Uzi versus the more other genre influenced Uzi. Stacy, I know you really fuck with Uzi. What draws you to his music? I don't know the energy of it all. Plus, when you see him perform, this motherfucker is really a rock star. Mm. Like, his performances are the shit. Was he at something in the water last year? Or was they just playing his music? I think it was just Travis Scott. Um, you seen him at uh the Roots picnic, right? Yeah, I did. So how was that? How how was his live performance? Especially being in Philly. That shit was everything. Um, we were we weren't even in like the middle part. He crowd he crowd surfed his ass like to where we were. Wow. Like, we're talking about, yeah, like, I'm talking about in red patent leather, like, this motherfucker just a star. Nigga had a delirious outfit? Yeah, he, he really did. He had on a, a patent leather red jacket and red pants to match with some black shoes. So, yes, he was de- definitely Eddie murphy out. Really? That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right after, yeah, right after he finished with an uh, Rick the Kid dad, he was Playboy Cardi, by the way. Um, really? wow. <laughs> I don't know what's going on with that, but yo, I'm such an old nigga. I'm such a <laughs> when they first came out, I thought they were the same people. That's a oh, fact. Wow. That's yeah, a I'm fact. an old nigga, bro. I'm trying to tell you, I'm washed, son. Like I'm one of them old niggas. You talk to me about music, I'm like, get the fuck out. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> get the fuck off my lawn. You know what I mean? Like, son, I'd have, you could have, yeah, you could like, yeah, hey, you know, beat niggas the same nigga. I'd have believed you. You know what I'm saying? Because it's just that. That same sound to me, and I really had to get myself out of that, out of that fucking car with that room, and really listen like to, to what was going on. 
You know what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. yeah, man, this shit, this shit wild, man. Fucking Uzi, Cardi, man. Y'all niggas, man, y'all niggas gotta, yeah, man. Y'all young niggas, you don't, don't get arrested. Rap, get money, all that mm-hmm. good shit. It's too know much know? money out here for y'all to fuck right. that up. Um, but while we're here, uh, can we speak to the fact that how much Pharrell has an effect on this generation being able to be themselves and how they dress and their sound of music? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah, man. It's crazy to see these Virginia niggas, man. They different. They didn't really kick the door down, whether it be him or Missy or whatever the case. Like, he's doing shit that niggas, I guess, traditionally wouldn't accept as cool. Mm-hmm. And you look at it now, and that's that's the fucking wave, man. You gotta, you gotta, you know what I mean, give, give Pharrell his fucking holiness, mm-hmm. man, because you can see it's like a, a mirror, it's like you looking in the water, you know what I mean? There's something in the water. You know what I mean? To Tyler, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, all them type of dudes, Jay Versace, like, all them type of dudes, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, Shout out to Jay Versace too. Yeah, Versace shit is fire. Yo, this shit fucked me up. That nigga got his head to the street. I ain't even like change shit, but he got his head to the street. I get. Remember, I told y'all he followed me on Twitter. I looked at the nigga. He's following a lot of my like counterparts, a lot of my peers and shit. I'm like, oh, I see why you actually you listening. Know what I mean? That nigga's listening. That shit is dope because I had no fucking idea. I'm like, why the fuck is Jay Versace following me? Yeah, but that that thing that, about surprise with just the sound of his beats through me. Exactly, yo, I had no idea. <laughs> like I started when I started following. That's when I found out he was making beats. I'm like, yo, you making beats, beats like, okay. <laughs> like you like rap. I didn't right. wouldn't have got that. <laughs> like, right, right. um, not in the least bit. Uh, but um, oh yeah, yeah, Pharrell. Um, I I don't I appreciate the fact that we know. His involvement in like, especially for like for me, like if it wasn't for Pharrell in like that Bape era, I would not be wearing a hoodie with shorts or like skinny jeans. Like although Kanye kind of like pushed it, I think Pharrell did it without even knowing. He was like, "Oh, this is just me. It's not like I don't give a fuck if you if you care or how I dress or not. I'm still gonna wear what I want to wear." Kanye just pushed the envelope like. Y'all better accept me for that. For I was just like, yeah, whatever. I, I'm a skateboard nigga, whatever. <laughs> like, and that 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 whole SB era, uh, Nike SB dunks and shit like that. Like, that was cool to dress like that. Even to this day, SBs are starting to make that comeback and shit like that. But it's just dope that that is still something now. Like, don't get me wrong. They these kids have took it a little a lot further than we would have thought and yeah. wanted in our era but but uh it, it's just so dope it's man it's just dope bro but um yeah man um what other releases came out today uh the baby i haven't really yeah i haven't listened to it yet yeah. um i think i listened to i i want niggas to stop recycling ashanti and having her do shit with her older songs I'm sick of it now. <laughs> like, she's on a baby um album singing baby. Um oh, okay. oh lord. Yeah, okay. so it's it's redundant. Um make her seem like a one trick pony, although I don't even think she gives a fuck. Um but I I don't really wanna 
Um, to touch more on the West Side Gun, though. Um, how did you feel about um, Sean versus Flair, the premiere song? That's just, nigga, I heard that shit, I turned the album off. I was like, oh, yeah, we good. You know what I mean? Like, I, for me, that shit was, that shit meant a lot, because anytime I hear, like, a new artist or whatever, they on some hip-hop shit, and I hear they can rhyme, I'm like, yo, this nigga can rhyme, it'd be dope to hit him over cream because I said on Twitter earlier, I'm, I'm a cliche hip-hop head, I'm very boom back. So, you get a rapidly rap-ass nigga over a premiere beat with some, some cuts and that shit, I'm like, yeah, I'm good, you know what I mean? Like, and so me hearing that, that shit did a lot. I was like, yo, the beat, mind you, the beat not complex, it's not a crazy premiere beat, it's not a lot going on, but Westside floated on that bitch, and the cuts on it is dope, you know what I mean? And it was, it was refreshing for me. It was like a, a good fucking shrimp plate that wasn't like overdone with old baby, but just the, you know what I mean? I like just shrimp. Enough. I like just shrimp enough. a lot. Um, I fuck with it. I don't. I don't know if it was named correctly though. That that was my whole thing. Like, I, and I I don't know. Maybe that's just me as a wrestling fan. Um, but I really didn't. It was like that. I like Claiborne kick. Um, I fuck with. But again, I think the wrestler fan in me. Some when he named certain records, is it's like where are you getting the where are we getting these names from? So Claiborne kick is. Um, a, a wrestler. Um, that's his finisher. He actually just won the championship. He beat uh Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania. But it's like, where are we getting these? What does that have to do with anything? <laughs> More or less. Um, I think with the Sean versus Flair, he said he had Preen watching the Sean versus Flair match from WrestleMania. So I got it. I'm just. I that's. I guess that's a question I would have to ask. Like Premier, like where did you get the idea? Of what to use as like the cuts and shit like that, and then ask what's I like. How do we? How do you name your wrestling records? But um, party with Pop Smoke is is interesting. That's the one that um Tyler Creator did that beat. Yeah, yeah. Um, Keisha Plum is, Lord, she is something else. <laughs> she is something else. She is a mm-hmm. very Death poetry on roids. She is them yeah, with spoken yeah, word. She is, oh, yeah, she is definitely them with spoken word. Stacy, I think you're gonna really like this. Um, Freddie Gibbs and Rock Marciano on um, 500 ounces. Um, Wiley's on French toast. Uh, 327 features Joey Badass and Tyler the Creator. He has a verse on there. Um, it just got a, you know, the the usual suspects on there. Um, yeah, man. I mean, that's pretty much it. I mean, Jeezy has a new, well, Trouble has a song with Jeezy called Medusa. Um, Jim Jones and French Montana squashed their beef. I could have sworn they been did that, but they squashed their beef. Um, what else am I missing? Am I missing anything else? I don't think so. Um, shout outs. Uh, fucking man, shout out to y'all, fucking band, family, you know what I mean, as always, definitely proud of y'all, man, um, shout out to Low, bro, I'm proud of you, I see what you're doing, um, love your energy, bro, don't think, you know what I mean, that shit's taken for granted, it's definitely not, um, 
Shouts to uh, shouts to all the kids, man, out here making them adjustments, still doing that fucking distance learning. Everybody, um, shouts to fucking anybody, fucking sick anybody. You know what I mean, niggas going through the transition. All y'all niggas, you know what I mean, holding down. Shouts to all my introverts in the fucking house. You know what I mean, shouts to y'all niggas. Um, and uh, fucking who else, bro? Uh, shit. Shouts to my shouts to my man Juco. Yo, Juco, appreciate you. You know what I mean. I'm proud of you. You know what I mean? Uh, y'all niggas, man. Y'all, y'all niggas rapping, bro. So that, that's all mine right there. Stacy, mm. hey, what you got for me? As always, you guys. Um, unfortunately, I can't shout out my homegirl anymore because of COVID. She had to come back to the state. Oh. Because, yeah, because they started closing borders in Asia and doing all this other stuff. Um. Shout out to Trina, girl. Miss you, boo. Trina, I'm so sorry, um, too. I'm so sorry. I'm sorry, You think you're so sorry? Why? Yeah, because I... Uh, yes, <laughs> yo. Oh, my God. I'm so sorry. When I did the... Uh, I don't mean to cut you off, Stacey. But when I when I did the podcast of Coach Class, I was talking about the album, and I could not think of her name for shit. I yes, felt so terrible. Did you hear me? Hear me in my? Did you hear it in my voice, Noam? I was like, Yeah, I'm listening. Oh. I'm laughing my ass off. I was off. so, like, uh, I was hurt, bro. Like, he to say, I heard him like he's going through it right now. I wanted to cry. I ain't gonna hold you. Like I was in the car. I was like, Yo, no, like this can't, this can't happen. As soon as I got off the phone with them, I remembered that shit. But anyway, go ahead, Stacey. I'm sorry. And then I guess more so, this literally, this really wouldn't be a shout out. It's more like a request. If y'all could just kind of like, whatever God you choose to praise, kind of just like, kind of give my mom some love. She, um, where she works, she's a nurse for people got infected and she was around them, so she mm. had to get tested. And we're waiting on the results now. Oh, we getting so that prayer tonight. Say less, say less. Yeah. Yeah. Night. Um, uh, shout out to um 420 wrap up podcast shout out to the coach class podcast i just did an episode that was a um, that was a dope um i i didn't mean to cut you off that was a dope episode too man y'all um i told i told them it was dope hearing you get interviewed for a change you get what i'm saying it was, it was different um, i was yeah, nervous was as shit yeah, was <laughs> i was nervous as a motherfucker yeah, yeah, hands were sweating it was good chemistry though bro like you know it was they asked some really good questions you know what I mean? I feel like they set you up to put you in a good position. You know what I mean? It, it was dope to hit. It was definitely dope to hit. Yeah, I appreciate that, man. We're going to do that again with them. Um, we're going to have them on a podcast. Um, like I said on there, I, I really want to do like a round table, man. Cause like I had plans to do like a, a podcast tour, but you know, COVID did some wild shit. Um, and fucked up everything, but I, I really want to, you know, do like a Baltimore round table with us, Stacy. Um, cause Stacy is an honorary member of Baltimore at this point. Um, oh, yeah. you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Uh, I didn't even practice in my ears. <laughs> 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 the Avenue. Oh, shit. <laughs> um, yeah, with Fish, uh, Coach Class, all of them. I appreciate them for giving me, uh, giving us the opportunity. Um, to even like, you know, say stuff about the brand on there, you know, um, shout out to Pre, Pre is Dustin, shout out to Lauren, Shit Vegans Eat, um, shout out to everybody, man, you know, I, I appreciate everybody, I, this is just fun, bruh, and I encourage everybody to 
Remix all your posts. Get other people laughing again. Because that's all I've been doing all week. <laughs> just remixing posts and just putting shit up that I... I felt, you know, would generate, like, people being happy again and shit like that. We in a, we in a tough time, bro. We in a tough time right now, man. So, you know, shout out to everybody. Um, yeah, that's it, man. And like Stacey said, man, keep her, her mom in y'all prayers, man. That's how we gonna end it. Baltimore County forever. Ooh, oh, bet. I ain't even gotta. That worked out. Damn. How I turn shit off? Yeah. Oh, I ain't even.